Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? Welcome back to the Few Podcast. My name's Darren. I'm here with Mark and Richie. And uh, this week, I think, is the week of big tech. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, uh, the whistleblower comes out and says about how great uh, Facebook is, right? That, that that was the gist of her testimony. Yeah, that uh, I don't know if you want to call that testimony. I mean... <laughs> She did a 60 minutes interview and then went in front of Congress the day after Facebook goes down. It was kind of weird that Facebook just kind of went down and all of a sudden you got a whistleblower testifying the next day. It's almost like it was coordinated. Oh, speaking speaking of, this is my conspiracy theory of the week to uh, the whistleblower, this was all coordinated by the government to um, basically make it so that Facebook has to ban conservatives. I don't think that's a conspiracy. <laughs> I think that that might be exactly what's going on. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, uh, this whistle whistleblower, in quotes, comes out and says, oh, Facebook is basically forcing people to confront themselves and they're not you know, they're curating the feed so there's maximum focus and you get stuff that makes you angry, you get stuff that makes you happy, you don't really get everything in your feed. You get stuff that you can interact with and people interact with themselves most, you know, stuff that makes them angry. So that's what Facebook's doing. It's, you know, it's feeding this mob. And then you get January 6th and all of a sudden, oh, this is all Facebook. So now we got to censor everything, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. This isn't anything new. Um, I mean, you guys have both seen private parts. Remember what they said about Howard Stern's rating? No. Yeah, they said the people that hate him listen to him the most. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. We, we, we've we always known this. Is, is that, you know, like the people who liked Howard Stern would listen for an on average of like an hour and a half. But the people who, you know, and they, and they asked, well, why would you listen to him? Because I want to hear what he says next. And the people who hate him listen to him for four hours. And, and they're like, that's insanity. Why would they listen to him for four hours? Number one reason, I want to hear what he's going to say next. And, and so we've always known that people will interact more with something that they hate, you know, um, than with something that they agree with. You become bored with what you agree with. I mean, it's the reason why... Uh, Fox News um, and CNN both took a, took a dive in ratings right after the election because you had people who were probably paying attention to Fox News or CNN because they wanted to hear what the other side was saying. But then at the same time, your your people who were watching you because they were they were on your quote unquote team, they fall off after a while. But their haters are the ones that are going to are going to stay there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love just, how you, 
you analogize you analogize the Facebook testimony with a throwaway line from a movie from twenty five years ago. Deep cuts, baby, deep cuts. As if it's something that's actually provable or true. Well, but we've known for twenty five plus years. We've known for forever that you you assume you assume that that's not something that was made up for the movie. Sure, Rush Limbaugh it was the same thing. People would no. hate Rush. People that hated Rush never listened to him because they had no idea what he talked about. Mm. Well, look at Candace Owens though. If you if you look when she tweets something, I mean, h- half the comments are basically telling her she's an Uncle Tom and a bootlicker. So, mm. you yeah. know, people follow her, follow what she does for just so they can comment on how bad they hate her. So look, look at the media. They put a misleading uh, uh, title for an article out there. So you're like, well, no, that can't be it. And so then you click on it and you read all the way down. And, and then you realize in the last paragraph that, okay, yeah, so this isn't anything that that, that thing did. But the, the title did what it was supposed to do. It misled the people who are who agree with it and didn't click on it and just went about their day and said, "Oh yeah, of course Donald Trump caused the insurrection." Uh, but the person who is like, "That can't be," and they clicked on it, and that's what got them the the you know the advertisement, you know, because they said, "Oh, we had you know twenty thousand clicks," you know. Then that person goes and says, "Well, hey, uh, actually, this is this is a problem." Because uh, if you read all the way down to the end of the article, they 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 contradict what the what the headline was. Yeah, I mean, well, that's all with a lot of stories. Because my wife will just go and she'll read Yahoo news stories, and she'd be mm-hmm. like, "What's what's this about?" And then I'm like, "Did you click on it?" Or or she'll she'll like read a she'll like read a headline, and then she'll tell me about the headline, and I'll be like, "Well, what's the story say?" And she's like, "I don't know. I don't read those stories." And half of the stories don't mean what the headline says because I like it's hilarious because I'll like know the story and then I'll explain it to her. And she's like, yeah, that's not even close to what actually happened. Yeah. 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 Well, because your your wife is busy. She reads the headline and says, oh, wow, that's horrible. I mean, it's it's what we've said for a while, you know, like the busy, the busy, intelligent people. Who, if they read the story, would be outraged that that's what the title title was, but they're too busy to actually go in and, and read the article, or they're too tired from working all the time, and so there are there is a there is a big portion of people out there in the world that are intelligent, and if they and if they knew what was going on in the world, they'd be horrified. But for right now, it's not affecting them, and quietly and insidiously. You know the the left and the communists are doing it that way. They're they're making it so that let's let's don't rock the boat with these people, but we're going to slowly indoctrinate the young kids and and the people, and we're gonna and we're gonna we have the media giving us cover, and and then one day you know the country's going to wake up and they're going to say, whoa, how did we get here? And I'm a little worried that the that the wake up time is is happening right now, and it might be too late. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, because we talk about too late. Um, 
I don't want to go too far ahead of us. Do we want to say anything more about this whistleblower? I mean, she is a left-wing activist. She's she she is a registered Democrat. She gives large amounts of money to um, AOC and other progressives. So, and and the last two places that she worked, she quit because they weren't left enough. And those two places were Google and um, oh shoot, what was the other one? Facebook. <laughs> Well, yeah, Facebook. But I mean, like Google, which is about as woke of a place as you can possibly get. She said that they didn't protect women because she ended up on a on a, a, a team where the the manager was a trans male, and this person favored trans people over her. And so that she said that Google didn't protect women enough because. Um, uh, they were too focused on the uh, on the trans issue. That w- that was her uh, whole goal. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> yeah. They have enough trans people to actually make it a problem. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, is there are there really that many trans people in the world that that's a problem that you have like more than one on a team? <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. I mean, it's I mean, that's, a lot, you... of, that's a lot of mental illness at Google. Well, when you hear Brett Weinstein talk about it, I mean, really, truly trans people is a very, um, you, you know, it's less than 1% of the population. Well, it, would, you, it should be way less than 1%. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, so the Facebook story, which is, I mean, she's not a whistleblower. This is all, this is all an op, I mean, to censor Facebook. It's pretty obvious that you know this is all a setup i mean it's they want the government or they want a reason to to force facebook to censor itself more than it already does and it does censor itself pretty heavily it doesn't i don't think it censors as much as twitter does but yeah i I, yeah i I don't know it's it's scary that we're getting to the point where this this is a whistleblower, which it's not. I mean, she's not a whistleblower. Yeah. Well, also, she's not providing any new information. You know, yeah. we already it, knew all this stuff. Cool. Oh, OK. It gives an unrealistic view of life. Uh, Yeah. No, no shit. Because no. <laughs> because like what I do is when I when I make a mistake and I do and I do bad stuff or, you know, let's say I. I don't know what I would do, but spill the garbage all over the driveway. I take a picture of that and put it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, let's say I, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, you don't put your mistakes on Facebook for the most part, unless it's like hilarious. Yeah. You know? I got drunk and pissed the bed. Haven't done that since I was 12. Hold on. Let me get that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course it gives an unrealistic look of what, you what you're doing i mean i don't for the most part don't post anything anymore on facebook because i don't i don't want people to read about me and i don't want my crap online but um yeah all right so looks like um the feds have secretly ordered google to identify anyone that searches certain information so basically um if you are searching, well, they they haven't released the list of keywords. I'm trying to pull the story back up. I don't know why I closed it. 
but they were like looking for uh, anyone who searched for the name of an arsonist in some Minnesota case. That was one of them, right? Uh, I, I didn't really look all that closely, but but basically out of the story, it says an accidentally unsealed court document reveals that the federal government secretly ordered Google to provide data on people searching for specific words and phrases otherwise known otherwise known as keyword warrants. So basically, if you search for, you know, um, I don't know, um, CRT in schools, yeah. you, know, you might get a visit from the local law enforcement because um, as uh, the DOJ is looking in, looking into the parents of um, looking into parents as domestic terrorists for fighting against CRT. Yeah. Uh, and do you know- critical race theory. Do you know what the uh, the number one case that they have against uh, parents uh, uh, right now? Of uh, you know the the incident that happened um, that they got the DOJ involved. Well, I, I don't know. Was it did they chase a sitting senator into the bathroom and scream at her? No, 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 nothing, uh, nothing that mundane. Um, but uh, there was a there have been three incidents. But the one that they're that they're focused on was a parent who was a conceal and carry member, I guess, um, had his gun on him, didn't realize that he still had his gun on him. And when he sat down, the gun fell out and fell on the ground and the police arrested him and said, you know, hey, even you're concealed and carry, you're not allowed to carry inside the school. Uh, And so they arrested him uh, for that. And I guess. In, in part of the investigation, they didn't think that there was any malice or any kind of um, plan in place that he was going to hurt anybody with the gun. He just had the gun and it and it fell out onto the ground. Yeah, I don't I mean, that's so, pretty dumb. <laughs> that's pretty dumb. Yeah. You're right. And it was dealt with by the local police because they're not bringing in the local police. They're bringing in the feds. They're bringing in the federal police to crack down on parents who are talking at, uh, at these meetings. And this, is, this isn't by chance. They have been trying to crack down on these meetings for a long time. They have been trying to get it to where parents cannot speak or they cut down the speaking time to only a minute. Or they'll flat out tell you, like one, one um, uh, school board in Indiana where they said, we will teach your kids manners. We will raise your kids right. This is a fight over your children. Everybody yeah. needs to understand that right now. Did you guys see the the story coming out of Shakopee, Minnesota, about that? No. Okay, so they had a um, a meeting about masks and the one gal who was on the school board was not paying attention during the meeting. This other gal whose daughter has a uh, hearing disability was standing up talking about how she's, you know, concerned that wearing masks is going to make it harder for her daughter to learn because she can't hear. And the school board member just kept staring at the clock, kept looking at the clock, kept, and they have video of her looking at the clock. Um, so this next, the next day, apparently there's a bank inside the school. 
which I don't understand why there is, but apparently there is. Hmm. And one of the gals that works at the bank went on um, Facebook and was was upset and, you know, made a comment about how this teacher or this school board member kept looking at the clock instead of paying attention during the meeting. Um, so, of course, the school board member got upset and they're looking at firing the gal that works at the bank that's in the school. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So, just because she was mad that, and there's video of the of the gal not paying attention. They said, well, it doesn't show that she's looking at the clock. It just shows she's not looking at the person talking. Well, either way. Well, why, why would you stare at the clock, though? That would make the time go by slower. Well, she's not very, she's probably not very bright to begin with, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at, look at what happened with um, Matt Walsh. You know, Matt Walsh wanted to go speak at the Loudoun County um, School Board. And they, and so when they had heard about this, they said, okay, well, we're changing the rules now all of a sudden. Um, which they're not allowed to do. Uh, now you have to be a member of the community in order to speak at, at the school board meeting when that had never been the case before. Okay, so he goes and gets himself uh, uh, somebody to lease out an apartment to him so that he could speak at the school board meeting about, about critical race theory. Then they started the smear campaign about how he was some far-right radical who was coming to, to cause violence, which he wasn't. He was just coming to speak at the school board meeting and, and say about, you know, I had a number of parents ask me to come. Um, and so then he gets there and he gets, he, they tell him, oh, okay, well, now also uh, public comment, comments have been cut down to one-minute uh, speeches apiece. Um, and so then he had to give his speech in, into that one minute. In, and all because they're afraid of any open debate. They're afraid of somebody coming in there to speak the truth. Yeah, here, I found the gal's post. Um, here, here's, here it is, word for word. They got it right here on the news. Um, I personally was really disappointed in board member Christy Peterson tonight. She was turning around to watch the clock time while Amanda was speaking about her daughter's struggle with a with a disability and masking. That's so rude. I know that most people don't have ill will towards these children, but the lady has shown she has no heart. Who does that? And they suspended her for two weeks and are investigating her for, for that comment on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> how dare you how dare you peon? Uh, uh, judge me, and then and then the, I mean, I don't get it. It says in the video, board member Peterson. So Christy Peterson, you're a piece of shit. Can be seen turning her head multiple times, but it's unclear what she was looking at. There you go. Well, it's it's just like uh, it's just like Biden with the watch thing, right? They're going to say, oh, no, she wasn't looking at the clock. She, it's missing context. Uh, she, she was doing something else. And then you're going to have multiple people saying, no, there was only a clock back there. That's what she was checking at. And then it will be, oh, well, you know, so it's mostly true, but, you know, not really. 
She could have she could have been looking at the wall and nobody knows. So it's yeah. it's um undecided or whatever they call it. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, it's it's just it's manipulation and this whole thing with you know, and it's not just critical race theory. You teach you have parents uh, saying there is harmful material that you are allowing in your um, in your library. And where this one mother got up and started reading from a, a library book that described in detail, very graphic detail, about uh, a boy being uh, having a sexual encounter with an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I say, yeah, I, I, I sodomy, uh, you know, a, a gay sexual encounter with adult, an adult. So, I mean, it was, it's basically glorifying pedophilia. And they said, well, what's going on here? Like, why is, why is this in the school? All right, your, well, your comment is over. Please go. And she's like, no, this is, a, this is in a middle school library. Why is it in a middle school library? Your time is up. Please sit down. You're unruly. Let's get the Department of Justice to come in here. Domestic terrorists. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm saying I am afraid that it is too late. <laughs> you know, we people need to to double down on this. They need to, you know, not let up, not be afraid of the of the DOJ coming in here. They need to start saying, okay, arrest me for that. Then arrest me for complaining that that uh, this person looked at the clock. Arrest me for arguing that there shouldn't be pedophilia material in a school library. Let's get that out there. Let's wake these people up. All right. Well, another big story for uh, the weekend. Brandon something. What was his name? Brandon. (laughs) I don't know what his last name, but Brandon won the, was it Talladega? No. Well, he I, won at Talladega the Saturday night. Yeah. Um, so not yeah, the Talladega he, 500, but at Talladega. Yeah, because oh, Bubba, Bubba, if because they had the affirmative yeah, action win on Sunday. Yeah. So basically, oh, won. Yeah, Bubba Wallace won. Basically, what happened was um, there was a crash, and he somehow made it through unscathed, so he was in first place. And then they called it a rainout, and he he won with like I don't know how many laps were like forty laps left or something. Yeah. There would have been like five laps in. <laughs> yeah, so basically he got handed the win. Like he didn't actually win. He he was given the win. But you know. Anyway, well, that, um, that 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 whole news thing was just NASCAR trying to, you know, get ratings. That was at Talladega last year, or two years ago, where they found a noose in the garage, (laughs) and the noose was connected to a garage door, which helps pull the garage door down. And it was a single knot, not like a loose knot, (laughs) not like a slip knot. Exactly. Yeah. But it was definitely a loop. It was definitely a loop, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mark Rosen. <laughs> so um 
basically what happened after Brandon won the Saturday night race. All the fans were cheering, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and uh, were they, though? <laughs> it sounded remarkably like, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. No, but the, the anchor or the reporter clearly said, oh, look at that. They're, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you saying Boo Burns? No, no. Boo Burns. Boo Burns. <laughs> But it's just hilarious you know, how it, it's it's on live TV. You can hear it through the TV. And then she basically blatantly just says, oh, no, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, it, it's too bad that it was a, a young kid. I, I'm sure it's his first victory. You know, it, it's too bad it wasn't like a, a veteran who was like, is that what they're saying? <laughs> is it? You know, just right there on national television, call her out. You know, he, he he probably couldn't hear nothing. He, I'm sure he was excited. You know, good for him. But oh no, I think he's. I think he kind of laughed when she said that. Uh, well, yeah, I don't. It would. You're absolutely right, though. It would have been funny if he's like, "Oh, you think they're saying that? I thought they were saying fuck Joe Biden." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, that's pretty hilarious that they would just try to pass that off as not something that's happening everywhere yeah and and it's growing and it's so funny that twitter um it it exploded on twitter with with people sharing videos and it became the the top trending search like hashtag fuck joe biden um and then they immediately shadow banned it and and you know like throttled it down and then and then replaced it with fuck fuck trump uh like that was trending at all yeah well what was hilarious is there's like a bunch of twitter accounts that are basically like this is the worst thing ever saying fuck joe biden you should never say that i mean that's you don't say that to the president and then you look back like a year and the girl and they basically tweet the they basically tweet fuck trump and that's the only thing they tweeted like seriously like every day for four years that's what they said yeah, and then and then now that they're doing it to Biden, it's just the worst thing ever, and there's no decorum anymore. Like seriously, you guys are pathetic. Yeah, and there is a difference. Uh, oh, sorry, Rich, you go. Well, I was just gonna say, do you guys see the? I think I sent it to you guys. They have um, Biden going to Michigan, and the people lying in the streets, and there's <laughs> fuck Joe Biden flags nonstop. No. Yeah. Oh no, he won Michigan handily, right? I mean, yeah. isn't that the case? Yeah. Uh, Most popular president ever. <laughs> you can have respect for the office of the president while having disrespect for the person who currently hold, holds the office. Well, there's, I mean, there is a separation there. I don't think you need to have either, but that's beside the point. What's that? You don't need to have respect for the office or the person. Anyway. Okay. It's not a requirement to have respect for the office itself of the president. I mean, we're not a communist country. You don't have to, you know, when, not the, yet. when the dear leader dies, you don't have to go out and cry in the streets for fear that you're going to be thrown in the prison. Well, no, 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 no. Because every week I have, I have a, a lashing session, you know, 
to where I, you know, I have to keep watching myself until I say Joe Biden's the greatest president ever, most popular. You you put eyelashes on? No. Yeah. I get strapped by a by a guy on a horse. That's what that's what happens. I get whipped. All right. So uh, another another uplifting news. I guess there was a school shooting here uh, today, and it, you kind of really don't see any news stories on it. I I kind of I wonder why that is. You guys have any idea why that could be? No. <laughs> well, not, none so ever. I'm sure it was just a big misunderstanding, probably. <laughs> Oops, I accidentally shot you. Sorry. So yeah. Uh, did anyone die in the shooting? Not that I know. Not not as of yet. I believe there were three people that were wounded. Um so basically what had happened is an English teacher twenty well, sorry. An English teacher twenty five was shot in the back by eighteen year old school gunman teen who uh, went on a rampage with a 45 caliber gun after a classroom brawl, injuring three before being driven to the police station by his attorney. So now, he was driven to the police station by his attorney. That's, that's, that's a new one. Like, how do you get an attorney that fast? Like, did well, they have one on retainer? Yeah, I was wondering, you know, is, does this kid come from money? I uh, could. But anyway, yeah. the, this kid happens to be an African-American. So that may be the reason why you're not seeing this on the news. Well, it is definitely the reason why they used the five-year-old picture. Yeah, that that's another thing. I mean, the, the picture that they released looks like the kid's like 12 to 14 years old. Does not look that old. I mean, maybe he does look young, but he's oh, got he a grill in. But, but the... But the picture of the fight, he obviously, his hair had grown out quite a bit. Yeah, I don't so, know. I haven't, I haven't, uh, yeah, I mean, he's got, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could just be that he took his braids out or something. I don't know. But I, I mean, obviously, the look of this fight is, is that, you know, these two were having a verbal altercation. And I don't know who threw the first punch, but that other kid looks to be more in a defensive stance. Well, how do you know that wasn't him? Uh, I mean, that could have been him, and that's the reason why he came back with a gun. Okay, I, mean, I guess I guess I assumed that it, it it was the guy throwing the punches. I mean, why, I mean, if you just whooped somebody's ass, why would you come back with a gun? I don't know because the teacher was screaming for help, and he turned around and shot shot her. I don't know. You were so many. It's a girl. Yeah, I thought it was a girl. Well, I mean, it was a girl's voice that was screaming for help. Oh, I don't listen to the audio. Oh yeah, I watched. See, I do my research, Darren. I take this very seriously. I... Yeah, you looked at the at the link I sent you. Uh no, I saw it on I saw it on uh, Twitter. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> um, it's just kind of funny that uh, 
that there's no big press conferences for um, gun control now that uh, that the school shooter is not white. Well, the he, uh, Greg Abbott did get asked by uh, a reporter that did he obtain the gun illegally or not? And Greg Abbott said, well, it doesn't really matter if he got it illegally or not. It's still illegal to shoot somebody. No, it's it's illegal for the shooter to either possess or have purchased a gun that was used in the crime. So he's not he's not 21. It's illegal in the United States if you're no. not 21 to own a gun yeah. or possess a gun or a yeah. handgun. Yeah. But, I mean, it is it is the people who focus on, you know, they focus on the wrong questions. You know, oh, how did he get his hands on the gun? Well, could have got it from a parent, could have got it from the streets, could have got it from a number of different places. The problem is, is why did he pull up the gun and shoot somebody in the school? It's because, let, let's just say, there, there's there's two different scenarios. He's the, He is the kid punching the other kid in the defensive st- that that's in the defensive stance. And the problem is, is that, that that fight went on for way too long before somebody should have tackled them to the ground and and uh you know arrested him and removed him from school to protect the other students that's scenario number 1 scenario number 2 is he was the one getting punched uh like that and it obviously probably isn't the first time that he brought a gun to protect himself uh because he constantly gets beat up at school and again it's a failure of the school for not protecting that child. Or maybe, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm just going to go ahead and take a look at the grill and just be like, yeah, he's probably not, not the best of students and, and maybe instigating some of the fights. No, yeah, so he could be the one throwing the punches. I'm just saying. Yeah. Either way, either way, he should be removed. Yeah. So. All right, so we have the debt ceiling fight that's going on, and it looks like Mitch McConnell blinked, which I don't know why he sh- why he should, but um, he basically um, is going to allow the Democrats to pass a debt ceiling increase until December, which is two months away at this point. Um, maybe it's the end of December. It's probably the end of the year. I don't know. They like to go on, you know, three week Christmases, so whatever. So um, McConnell, uh, basically, they're going to they're going to be able to pass a debt ceiling increase until December or he's going to fast track the um, whatchamacallit, the budget reconciliation. If the Democrats want to do that route with the spending bill at the same time. So. I, I think they should force him to use budget reconciliation. I don't understand why he would allow an up or down vote. I mean, they they can pass it whatever they want. So I don't understand why McConnell would make it easier for them to pass whatever they want. Other than the fact that he probably doesn't have everyone's best interests at heart. Well, I mean, he's already getting derided for being for playing partisan politics, for giving them what they want. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always the funniest when you get, when you get losers out there, um, who basically tweet that, uh, Oh, don't fall for these, uh, tactics of, 
get, of us getting what we want because you know it's just a it's just a tactic and scheme you know the the women's uh women's soccer team just wants what the men has so they get hand them both the same contract and don't fall for that tactic it's not the same they're, they're not giving us what we want what we want is equal pay well you have the exact same contract in front of you why don't you sign it because we don't want to then we won't have anything to argue about anymore The problem with budget shutdowns or government shutdowns is that Republicans almost always get blamed because they actually want to cut spending a little bit, even though they're not they're not really cutting any spending. So the Democrats like to play like to play games with this crap because they know that they'll that it's a winner and it's it's almost always a winner. But this time is a little different when they control everything. Yeah, to where they're. They're saying that uh, Republicans are holding you up, and and we can easily say, "Well, you have the votes; just go vote for it." Yeah, you can do it. Just do it. Yeah, but yeah. Well, you don't want to be the one that slowly, or you don't want to be the one that slowly, solely, um, responsible for the inflation in in two years when everyone when everyone sees it. Oh, well, that's the problem. Speaking of, partisan. I heard I got I got to go to this um, because I heard this. Um, I heard this story about the um, that Biden Biden has has um, um, floated the fact that. To extend the debt ceiling, what he wants to do is he wants to make a $1 trillion platinum coin to pay for, because, um, yeah, I don't know. It just, I heard that this is, this has been floated by, uh, by the president. But what if he entrusts that with Jeff Bezos and Jeff Bezos flies down to Cuba to give it to him? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It just reminds me of the $1 trillion bill from The Simpsons. Uh, oh, my God. That's what Mark's getting out there. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I But what, 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 what was the deal with Cuba, though? That's was where that... he goes. Burns goes to Cuba with the $1 trillion bill. Oh, I can't remember. And, and I remember they, it was after World War II for Reconstruction. Yeah, well, yeah, but then he hands it. Uh, so then Fidel Castro is like, "Can I see the?" Well, Burns originally keeps it, but then they fly down to Cuba, and he goes, "Can I see the one trillion dollar bill?" And they're like, "Of course you can, but you have to give it back." And they hand it to him, and they go, "All right, can we have it back?" What? <laughs> you know, like he he steals the one trillion dollar bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, The Simpsons calls it again. They just they get it right all the time. Yeah, it is kind of scary. Matt Groening must be a, a time traveler. But it's yeah. hilarious how Biden can't understand that printing a trillion dollars to to stop uh, from defaulting on your um, on your obligations is uh, might be looked looked at poorly in uh, some circles. Well, but I mean. Yeah, you got to remember, these are the guys who are like, 
uh, it, uh, the $3.5 trillion doesn't cost anything. It's already paid for it. Yeah. W- what are you talking about? It's all free. We said it was free. Are you, are you guys serious? Are you, are you, are you that? It, it, you think this is all free? Like you don't understand where tax dollars come from? Well, it's going to come from the wealthy. Yeah, it, even if you tax the wealthy to 100%, it's not going to pay for the $3.5 trillion. I um, saw a comment this week. So the city of Plymouth, I believe, is installing 115 car charging stations in random spots. Sounds like a good deal um, to me. But it's all for free. <laughs> that's what that's what it said on the news here. It, you know, this company is going to come in and put it in, um, and it's all free. <clears throat> and someone made the comment, "Well, nothing's free. It's somehow from our tax money, right?" Yeah, it's it's a grant. I think the I think the federal government has given out a bunch of money for charters and stuff to be installed. Well, so the this. Anyway, let me finish this quick. Uh, this gal made this comment that none of us have money. It's all, we're all just, it's the government's money and we're just um, renting it, uh, renting our spot. That's why we pay taxes. If that doesn't tell you how sh- sheepish people are, I don't know what does, you know? It's the government's money, not your money. Yeah. So the government doesn't work for us, apparently. No, we all work for the government. That's the way it's always right. been, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that's a great way to think about it, lady. You know, the income tax is, is a pretty new thing. It's it's kind of crazy that it was it was always meant to be a temporary tax to help us pay for things, uh, and it's just slowly become. Well, of course, you get taxed on income. Well, they had to pass a constitutional amendment to allow it in the early 1900s. Yeah. It was always meant to be a short-term deal. Yeah. So uh, I think the story you sent, Mark, Kamala Harris might have to stop the steal. I was kind of reading this. This is pretty... I mean, they're already setting up that they're basically just going to not accept the... uh, the result of the 2024 election if it doesn't if it doesn't go their way yeah i am glad that i'm not the only one that thought that as soon as i read it i was i mean it's basically saying that mike pence had to hold up our democracy and, and ensure that there was a peaceful transfer of power but kamala harris is going to have a much difficult much more difficult decision because how can you trust when these right-leaning states are going to send uh, results that might not be able to be trusted? Wait, what? I'll get banned and fired if I if I say that the election was stolen, but you're saying elections going forward might be stolen, and that's brave and bold? What? Well, what's hilarious is they're they're already talking about the conservatives' majority in the Supreme Court. There isn't a conservative majority in the Supreme Court. There's there's not. There's 
You have Kavanaugh, who's wishy-washy at best. You've mm-hmm. got the new woman, Amy Coney Barrett, who she's probably going to end up being like Sandra Day O'Connor or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Like she's not a good justice. About the only good one is Clarence Thomas. Yep. You you got uh, Alito's good, and then you got uh, you got Roberts, who's I mean he votes with the liberals half the time. So well, and Roberts is a fame whore. He'll go whichever way the popular the pop popular vote is going because it's all about ensuring the court's um, perception the perception of the court, which is not the job of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is to uphold the the Constitution, not the whims of the people. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it it's just hilarious how. Supreme Court justices that are liberal, they can they can do pretty much whatever they want because they're, you know, they're they just think that whatever, you know, whatever I feel today is okay. You know, I feel like that a woman should be able to get an abortion. So what I'm going to say is, since you don't really have the right to know that she's pregnant, they can just have a they can have an abortion on demand. Like that doesn't make any sense at all. But if you if you want to take that away, you can be like, oh, well, um, you know, you have in the Constitution, you have the right to life. I mean, that's kind of like one of the first things of the preamble is like you have the right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So, um, you know, that's kind of one of the biggest tenets. But let's just gloss over that. I don't know. And there's just a lot of a lot of random stuff. Like Scalia was by far the best justice, just for constitution, constitutional reasons. Yeah, I think you could make a, a case for Clarence Thomas, though. Well, Clarence, yeah, I mean Clarence Thomas is too. It's just kind of hard to read him because he doesn't talk very much. Yeah, because when he does speak, it it really means something. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's talking more like he. I think he hadn't said anything for like this first 20 years or something on the bench. It's kind of insane. But anyway, um, yeah, this story of Kamala Harris might have to stop the steal or which is just insane. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, It's just they're setting up the law, you know. They're also basically conceding to the fact that there might be a supermajority in in the in Congress for the twenty twenty four election. But what's hilarious about this story is is they say, uh, let me see here, let me see if I can find it. Um, oh man, I just lost it. But basically, they're saying that if uh, if uh, if they were able to get I'll say they fear a bloodless coup that begins in the state capitol, wins the blessing of conservatives atop the courts, and then secures the decisive votes of Trump supporting Republicans in Congress. So basically, if they had all of the, if they were able to get all of the constitutional ways of overturning the election, then Kamala Harris would be able to stop it somehow. <laughs> yeah. Because cause what they're doing is constitutional. Well, when Kamala does it, it's brave and stunning. Well, no, stunning. but like, 
but what they're saying is, is Kamala can somehow stop it, even though what they're doing is legal. Yeah. Which, which I don't get. I mean, like, what's she going to do? Stand in their way? You yeah, shall she, not pass. She's gonna, she's gonna say that she's not going to certify the vote. So, that's yeah. the whole point. Well, um, she doesn't have to certify it once. Once, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if she doesn't certify the vote, then it just goes to the House, and then the House votes, and then that's who gets sworn in. She doesn't have to certify it. So if she didn't certify it, she'd just be making it easier. I don't know. It it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. It's it's not going to happen. I mean, I I don't think that uh, unless there's like some blatant you know fuckery going on. I don't think that it's it'll ever get to that point. All right. So it looks like the economy is. uh, it's kind of uh yeah it's 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 kind of a weird so the supply line issues and Pete Buttigieg is a disaster Marcus well yeah um I mean obviously we've been talking about this for the last little bit um and, and talking about the supply lines and you know how racist it is to believe that we should have all these um items you know you should be able to get toilet paper when you go to to Walmart right. You yeah, why know, don't they have black toilet paper? <laughs> but um, but really, this falls on Pete Buttigieg um, because really, this is this is his department to keep the supply lines up and going, and he is doing a terrible job at it. I mean, they have all these ships waiting to unload, but they can't get enough people. And they can't figure out how to get all these goods in into the country. And so they're just sitting offshore, you know, and, and you know, things are getting spoiled and things are things are, you know, going going badly. And and really we never really thought of this stuff before as, you know, well it's it's cabinet members. I mean, you always pick the the people who do that will do the best job as that can uh, cabinet member and and really a president's uh term is set by who his cabinet members are if if because the president doesn't need to be an expert on every on every single issue they need to know how to lead different people in their cabinet to do what's best for america and what we know about joe biden is is that he didn't look for the best people he looked for people to check boxes. The only reason Pete is in the position that he's in is because he checked boxes. He was not a successful mayor. He was not qualified for, for the job that he's at. And he is part of the reason, part of the reason, that we are having, having this mess right now. And it's, this is what happens when you don't hire the best person. You just hire somebody to check a box. Kamala Harris is what happens when you say, I want to have a, a female vice president person of color. Okay, well, you, you don't want like the, the person who is probably best suited. I mean, I mean, if, if Amy Klobuchar would have been best suited to be vice president, you don't want to go with her just because she doesn't check a certain box for you. That's a problem. Just like Pete Buttigieg is a problem 
footage or however you say his name, right? Just oh, like, uh, no, go ahead. No, no, go, go. Well, I was going to say, you know, where, where are all these uh, ships at? They're, they're just sitting offshore. Yeah, they yeah, can't. And what, what state? Oh, I don't California. know. California? Well, California. And what just happened in California? Vaccination yep. requirements? No. One of the freaking ships dropped its anchor and cut the freaking pipeline, and now there's oil pumping into the ocean. Oh, we're not my. talking about that too much. So, are you pipeline going? That? What's that? I didn't even hear about that. So, so what oh the... yeah, yeah. Uh, on um, Huntington Beach, they had to close the beach because there's a hundred thousand gallons of oil in the water. Oh my gosh! And they think that one of the ships dropped its anchors too soon, and it was just kind of bouncing along the bottom and grabbed the pipeline and, and gashed a hole in it. So, oh, and so now you're going to have the, the activists say, see, this is the problem with gas line or pipeline. It, it, oh yeah. Newsom, Newsom was already over top of that, you know? Oh my gosh. We're gonna, you know, he's talking, he's talking about having, he's talking about eliminating offshore drilling now and, Everything else, so. Oh. Yeah. Well. Well, uh, yeah. Well, some time. stupid captain dropped dropped his anchor too soon. So. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I mean, well, the number the number one import of electricity is gas. Everyone needs to know that. All these people who have the electric cars, and I'm not just picking on you, Darren. But I'm just saying that uh, it's natural gas, Mark. It's clean. Yeah, yeah. Or coal, or yeah, yeah. No, natural gas is clean. No, I get it, but I mean, but coal is also a big burning coal. Uh, is a big is a big part of our electricity. My electricity comes from windmills. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't think so? I I believe a percentage of it does. Yes. I would say probably most of it, considering where we live in the country. Yeah, you could see it from your house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How much? Um, how much power does a windmill generate? Because I actually know the answer to this. So. Um, oh, I, I don't know. A windmill spinning for the biggest ones, they spin for one hour. That's enough to power a house for a month. Really? So essentially, so just do the math here, though. So one windmill can power 24 houses for a month, one day, of one day of spinning. Okay. So you need a goddamn lot of windmills to power 120,000 <laughs> people's homes in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, or wherever well. you live. <laughs> Well, it's so, so that's 720 houses. So one windmill is 720 houses. So you got 30 yeah. days, 30 days times 24. So 720 houses. So 120. That is probably about, it's probably about 120,000 houses. 
Darren, there's only 28 days in February, so so no matter whatever on average. <laughs> yeah. So so we'd need 167 windmills to power Sioux Falls. 167 windmills. Yeah. Okay, so you got all the ones at the Buffalo Ridge. What about the rest of us? Well, who cares about you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would I would say that probably. And what and and Darren, what happens when the wind stops blowing? It doesn't ever stop here. Do you know where you oh, live? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying. Actually, actually, this year has probably been the least windy year I I feel like I've ever remember in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it I, I don't know. It's going to start picking up. The summer, it's usually it, less it, windy in the summer. So now it's going to. Yeah, start but I'm just going based off of our shop. You know the shop that I work in. A lot of times we got to close the doors because the wind's blowing so hard that it blows papers everywhere. But it didn't seem to happen a lot this year. Yeah, so, I would say it's not not bad as windy this year. Yeah, but that that's what I'm saying is is that the renewable energy is as great as they are, and and not to say that we need to move away from renewable energy, but we also need to understand that we are not able to get off of fossil fuels. These people who sit there and go, well, we'll just all get electric cars. Okay, what powers those electric cars? Coal, solar roof. Nuclear, yeah, solar roof. <gasps> what about when it's not sunny? <laughs> well, does your car charge constantly? I mean, your car only charges for a couple hours a day Okay, at the most. So winter, where it might go two weeks without the sun shining, you can't have a solar vehicle. Well, I so... Even during the day, there's no light that goes into the solar panels? Probably not if it's cloudy. Mark, come on, man. Not enough to charge it. Come on, man. So okay. so, so, if you walk outside with your solar power calculator, it doesn't turn on? I think I think powering a calculator and powering a 3,000-pound a, a vehicle or however... Five thousand pound, five thousand pound. That's how much the Tesla weighs. They're heavy. Yeah. Mine's, only four, mine's only four thousand pound. <laughs> Ooh, my Tesla is lighter than yours. <laughs> is that how you rich people well, throw money at each other? <laughs> let's look at it this way: the um, ADM, the corn processing plant. Yeah. Uh, their their power bill every month is over a million dollars. So. <laughs> You're going to have to put up a lot of solar panels to power that baby. <laughs> Why is it so much? I don't know, because there's... I don't know. It's a <laughs> lot. Because it takes money. And it, and if you're thinking that uh, gas, uh, natural gas, is, is still going to be cheap enough, or, like, uh, just re- remember, natural gas prices are going to be going up. This year, they are thinking that it is going to be 150 to 300 percent higher uh, for for your monthly bill mm. on natural gas. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that's got due to the fact that they're predicting a cold winter because of global warming. But um, I mean, if it, if it's not a cold winter, then all of a sudden they go down. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, that that will cost your electricity to go up too. So I mean it's it's because I mean natural gas is one of the major um, places that we get electricity from. Yep. 
All right. Um, so our top five for the week is top five fast food items. Who wants to go first? I can go first. All right. What do you got for number five? My number five is the Monster Burger from Hardee's. Nothing like heart attack, instant heart attack. Yeah, that burger, every time I eat it, it's the Tommy Boy scene. It gets lodged right <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I eat it too fast, and then, yeah, it feels like it's lodged in my, my gullet. So. Oh, oh, yeah, there's that blockage. How many yeah. uh, snacks does that make there for you, Rich? <laughs> yeah, it'd be a baker's dozen. <laughs> yeah, the, the Monster Burger is awesome. Uh, it's it's one of the few sandwiches that doesn't have any sauce on it, which is kind of weird. Well, it's got mayo and ketchup. Uh, does it? Yeah. No, it doesn't have ketchup. It's got mayo, I think. Mm. But but you can't <laughs> tell because it, the cheese is so melty that it it just feels like it's just more cheese, you know? Well, and I'm usually <laughs> in a state of euphoric. Uh, a euphoric state while I'm eating it, so I don't even really know what's going on until I come out of that yeah. coma like 20 minutes later. <laughs> yep. All right. What's your number five, Richie? Uh, I had a classic here that didn't last very long the Arch Deluxe from McDonald's. I loved this burger, and uh, I apparently was the only one because it didn't, it didn't make it. McDonald's spent a ton of money on promoting it and unveiling it and developing it and it did absolutely nothing but that was one of my favorites of all time what was on it i don't i've, I've never had one. Oh, it was it was just like a bacon cheeseburger with lettuce and stuff but um it had a special sauce Seasoning. um i don't know yeah well no there was like a sauce on there too i think oh uh, here I'll, I'll pull it up they, they, they got an old promo from it here I just remember the seasoning that we used to have to put on it. Um, no, it had, that was a big, that was a big and tasty. Oh wait, thinking. yeah. Uh, what did they call it? Sweet extra tank uh, tomato ketchup. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know. It it was a different kind of sauce, but I, I liked it. So, and the bacon was like a. It was like a bacon patty, like they had made the bacon round, mm. like curled it somehow. So it just was like one little patty that just sat on top of it. You so mean like a piece of ham? Well, yeah, something like that. But it was like a big, it was bacon. It was good. Well, yeah. Bacon is just ham that's dried out almost, kind of, depending. <laughs> you're, you're making it sound like it comes from one magical animal. Canadian bacon? <laughs> Yeah, they call it sweet extra fancy tomato ketchup. Ooh, so, whatever that. Was. Oh no, that was on the bottom. The secret sauce for grown-ups is what what the sauce was on the top. So, mm. yeah, good stuff. Classic. Yeah. All right, my number five is potato olays. Oh God, I didn't even think about that. Yes, so, <laughs> so underrated. So underrated. The, the, the only the reason you go to Taco Joe. Ta- yeah, the fact that Taco Bell has never just been like, all right, we're just going to we're gonna steal it and call it something completely different, even though it's exactly the same, is beyond me, you know? Well, I don't think Taco Bell has they... fryers. 
Uh, yeah, you might be right. Huh. huh. I didn't even think of that. I yeah. guess the reason why yeah. they don't have that, because they don't have any fried food. They they don't have French fries or anything like that. Yeah. Well, they do have those natural fries, but I bet they're just baked. They're not really greasy. So no, that's a fairly new item. Oh. But, yeah. but so, I don't think they're I doubt they're fried. You're doing it right though, when you get the six pack in the pound and you load up those those soft shell tacos with potato layers in them. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. You throw them throw them inside, definitely. Yeah. Get a little hot sauce on there. All right. <laughs> Number four, Mark. Um, mine's one kind of like Rich's where um, I must I must have been one of the only people that liked it, but the Big Taste Taco from Taco Bell. The what? Big Taste Taco. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I ever had that. Yeah, I don't uh, know what that is. It, it, they had like a, some sort of sauce on there and the multicolored corn chips. It was like lettuce, multicolored corn chips. Uh, and the taco and the taco meat, um, and whatever whatever kind of zesty sauce sauce that that they had on there, but uh, it was it was good. I used to eat like uh, uh, six or seven of those at a time. Yeah. So my doctor said I had to cut it back to four. He said like, please just cut it back. <laughs> yeah. All right, number four, Richie. Uh, my number four was another one that is not around anymore. It's the Double Down from KFC. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was basically a, a chicken sandwich with no bun. It was just two chicken inside slaps of chicken. Of chicken with, yeah, with with bacon and cheese and like a sauce. And they had they had the fried and the grilled um, options, and both of them were pretty good. You can't go wrong with chicken and more yeah. chicken. Chicken and bacon is good. And cheese and, and bacon and cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They should bring that back. That was a good idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't. It's like a good low carb thing too. See, if you didn't want to eat the bread, you could just get that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my number four is curly fries from either Hardee's or uh, Arby's. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong there. I mean, you could just go with curly fries. I mean, I could just eat yeah. two orders of curly fries or three. Yeah, even maybe, the ones they five. even the ones they sell in the store are pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty good, but they're not. I don't think they ever really got the get the formula right when you make them at home. Yeah, I don't know if they add more seasoning or something to them. But number three, Mark. Yeah, good. Uh, so I have to go with, um, uh, Kidoba on that one, a Kidoba burrito. Oh, oh yeah. I, I tell you what, Mark, since we don't have one here, go to Taco John's and get that new boss chicken burrito. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. It, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's good. Nothing. Nothing beats uh, a Cadoba burrito, though. Like where, where you know, it's so big that they're like struggling to get it closed, and yeah. they hand it to you, and it's just so tightly packed in there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, Cadoba or Chipotle too is good. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I like I like Chipotle's the barbacoa meat, and then but then Cadoba's got the queso. That's that's so good. 
you know. So. I actually, I actually had number three to Bilba slash uh, Chipotle, um, and, and you know, I was sitting there and I was like, I should really just, I need to decide on one. I can't have them both. That's kind of cheating, right? Uh, but yeah. I went, I went with Cadoba because of the queso. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to hard to argue with that. All right, number three, Richie. Uh, I have the Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. It's been around for quite a while now, and it's just it's a staple, you know. It's great when you're going down the road too. Like if you want Taco yeah. Bell, you know. Yeah. Then, yeah, I never thought of it that way, but you're right. Yeah, you just doesn't make a mess, and you got the, you got a a nice taco right there in your hand. So. Mm-hmm. All right, my number three is an oldie but a goodie that they haven't brought back in a while, I don't think. The grilled chicken flatbread from McDonald's. Oh. I, I was thinking, I couldn't remember what that was called. Um, yeah, I don't think they ever brought that back after we quit, did they? I don't think so. Because okay. I, I just remember when that came. I mean, it's not... Uh, my dishonorable mentioned the McRib. Like everybody's like, "Oh, the McRib! It's so awesome! We're gonna go and get the McRib." But like the people that actually worked at McDonald's ate those constantly. Yeah. Like when when that was on, you that's what you had for lunch. You had that yeah. because because it's only gonna be here for a limited time, and it was awesome. And when it was, yeah, it was good. You you would just be like, "Oh, come on! There's got to be a little bit more in the back somewhere." I don't know if you know this, but <laughs> <laughs> but and, and talking about your dishonorable mention, right? And if you worked at at McDonald's, you do not eat the McRib because you see what it does to the to like the the warmers back there. Yeah, yeah. It basically yep. turns into a fine gum. Oh. Yeah, ask Dan about that. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> All right. Number two, Mark. Uh, sticking with McDonald's, you got to go with the number one, the Big Mac. That is also my number two. Um, I still, that's what I get when I go to McDonald's. Now I get a Big Mac and a foy of fish. So, yeah. yeah I, I love, those are the two sandwiches I, I love from McDonald's. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. Ever since I was young, I I remember I remember back when it used to have like a little cardboard wrap around it uh, to help it keep it all in place. But like, I don't really like pickles on a burger. But I don't I don't ever get the Big Mac without pickles because it it's just the perfect combination. What surprised me about the Big Mac is it's a unique sandwich, you know, with the sauce. And it's surprising how popular it is, even though it's got the sauce on there. You know, you'd mm-hmm. think with that, that would shy a lot of people away from it. You know, just more to a traditional burger with, like, you know, ketchup and mustard on it. But, we, I mean, when I remember working there, that was probably the most common thing we sold, other than maybe just a regular cheeseburger. So, well. And then crew chief told us what the secret was, right? It's just ketchup, mayo, and tartar sauce. That's all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> crew chief, yep. Never forget <laughs> that guy. <laughs> um, 
number two, Richie? No, he, I have Big Mac also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my number two is the McGriddles from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. My uh, that was an that was an honorable mention, especially the French toast McGriddle. You guys ever had that when you had it? Uh-uh. Oh, that's cool. oh my god! It was amazing. Is it like bread? And is I, like like the bun French toast versus just pancake? Yes, yes. That does sound awesome. And it's got. <laughs> It's got the syrup infused in it or whatever. And I think some McDonald's might still have them. I, I don't know if the one in Marshall does or not, but um but yeah, they were amazing. So but so are the regular ones too. Yeah, I just I mean like any of the McGrills are good. Just like it's like a like a regular McMuffin, but instead of the McMuffin bread, you have the greatest invention known to man, a pancake with syrup in it. Yeah. Well, I remember when I worked, when we worked there, that was when they first came out and our manager was like, yeah, we're, we're going to go learn about this new sandwich. It's, it uses pancake, the bread. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why would anyone want to eat a pancake, you know, and cheese together? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. And then, and you, then eat you eat it. it and you're like, Oh my God. They are geniuses. This is why I work here, and I'm I don't work in the corporate office because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. They cracked the code. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, number ones. Uh, I'm going back to Hardee's and going the Frisco Burger. Uh, oh and- yeah. The Frisco breakfast sandwich is kind of tied with that thing as well because it depends on what you want. If you're going dinner, Frisco burger, fantastic. If it's in the morning, Frisco breakfast sandwich is so good too. But yeah, yeah I was yeah. The, I was, go ahead. I was there. thinking about putting the Frisco burger on uh, on my list, but I was just like, hey, it's just just kind of a burger with. Uh, it's almost like a patty melt with like sourdough bread, which I guess that's just not like my number one. Like if I'm going to go to Hardee's, I'm not getting that. I'm going to get a monster burger or my number one. Oh, yeah. I, I, the sourdough bread, though, is I don't know something about it. It's just it's just the right thing. You know? now, if they, now, if they had a monster Frisco, that would be epic. Now that, that sounds genius. <laughs> well i i i love the um it's an onion mayo they use a special mayo to make the those frisco um sandwiches and so they're i don't know what it is about that but it is just the right blend for me oh man ever since i was a kid i ever since they they came out with the frisco burger back in like 89 I've been eating Frisco burgers, and that 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 is my number one to get at at Hardee's. And the only thing that's ever come close was the Monster Burger. But yeah. All right, number one, Richie. My number one. Um, they've brought it back a few times, and then it goes, and then bring it back. It's the Angry Whopper from Burger King. Mm. Never Absolutely had it. Love this one. Oh, it's it's hot. It's got jalapenos on it. It's got these um, f- like fried onions that are in a batter. I I can't remember what they call them. Um, 
and it's got this spicy sauce on it, it and pepper jack cheese, I believe. It's delicious. I think it could be a permanent item, but what do I know? So, Whopper, good. Uh, breaded onions, good. Jalapenos, good. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you had it, Mark? Yeah, I've had it. I had it uh, once, and then I, you know, I just don't go there enough to like when I when I see it. But yeah, I, I had it once, and I liked it. It was it was good. Yeah. All right, Darren, what's your number one? My number one is the monster roast beef from Hardee's. Ooh. Nothing yeah. like um, extra roast beef, extra bacon, extra cheese. Nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. It's hard It's hard to uh, argue that. I mean, yeah. you go to Hardee's and you get either, you get a monster something, you get a monster burger or monster roast beef. I, the burger, you know, Eh. I mean, you you can't really get roast beef everywhere. I guess you can get it at Arby's, but um, it just kind of goes with the curly fries. You get the monster roast beef and the curly fries in your set. Yeah, and their shake. Do they still have shakes? Because I remember they used to have really good, um, like there'd be big chunks. Of, like if you got ordered a strawberry shake, there'd be chunks of strawberries in it. Um, yeah, hand scoop shakes that they still have. That that yeah. that's. What- they were going to separate them from everybody else as everyone else has soft serve and they have uh, hand scoop shakes. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Worst people of the week. Um, Richie, who do you have? Well, I have ESPN because they um, suspended Sage Steele, who is a, uh, obviously a, a sports host for for them um she was on the jay cutler podcast and she basically said she wasn't happy about being forced to get the vaccine and uh she also said something about barack obama that apparently really made the uh executives at espn butthurt (laughs) um did you hear what it was yeah i got it so i think jay asked her if she identifies as a black person and then here's what her response is, is if they make me choose a race or no, he said, if they make you choose a race, what are you going to put? And, and Steele said, well, both Barack Obama chose Barack Obama chose black and he's biracial. Congratulations to the president. That's his thing. I think that's fascinating considering his black dad is nowhere to be found, but his white mom and grandma raised him. But okay. You do you. I'm going to do me. Listen, I'm pretty sure my white mom was there when I was born, and my white family loves me as much as my black family. Wow. So ESPN has suspended her since because of that and because they didn't agree with her stance on the COVID vaccine. So So basically it's about like it shouldn't matter what your race is because it's all about family and how family loves you, huh? Basically, you know, something the Black Lives Matter is trying to get rid of. Yep. You know. So. All right. Well, my worst person of the week was Rashida Talib, one of the members of the squad. Basically, she um she was caught on camera this week um 
when she was out um, talking to people on the steps of the Capitol, I believe, uh, the person uh, the person puts on their mask when they walk up to her and and then she pulls it off, like pulls it out, not not off. And she goes, I'm only wearing this because there's a Republican watching me. Oh, God. And like, I just wanted the person to to stand there and go, you know, I can hear you, right? Because, I mean, they caught it on camera. They caught the they caught her saying that on camera. I don't know. Nice. Brains is not do as I say, seat. not as I do. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, but it, but it's so dangerous. It's so, so dangerous that we all have to do our part, right? Yeah. But she's. I think she probably got it when the Texas people came down and and uh, coughed all over. Her. Yeah. Even though she's been vaccinated probably five times already. She's just a horrible person. Pretty much, yeah. All right, uh, Mark, who do you got? Uh, mine is Eden Torres. And uh, Eden Torres uh, w- went through a drive through at Sonic. Oh. Yeah, now you know where the story's going, don't you? <laughs> I saw this. I saw, yeah. I saw a little bit of the video. I didn't watch the whole thing because so, I thought, well, I'll let Mark explain it. So, uh, Oh, you you got to go back and go to the end, <laughs> but the but the but basically Eden Torres. I don't know what um, her legal name is, um, but she is a transgender person. Uh, and when she pulled through the drive-through, the the drive-through people kept calling her sir because they saw her. Credit card. Uh, it's our credit card and it was a male's name. And so they, they started saying sir rather than ma'am. And then she got offended and this was a personal attack. And so she pulled over and had the, the manager for the Sonic come out and talk to her. And, and the, and she's like, this is violence against me because you're misgendering me. I mean, if you, you know, um, this is very rude. This is horrible. And the guy was saying, you know, I'm sorry. They looked at your name on your credit card and they started calling you, sir. There wasn't any malice behind it. Um, you know, what I think the most funny part about, about this is, is she's basically trying to explain it to this guy. Who's probably English is his third language. So it's, I don't know if he, he can, he can speak English, but not very well. And then he's, he's just like trying to explain it to her. Like, you know, we got real problems where I come from. Yeah. Well, and the, so the end of the video, you know, she goes, well, if you're looking at me, uh, do do I, what would you say that I am? And he's like, well, I'd say you're a male. And then she turned the camera off. <laughs> well, and then, to be fair, she hadn't shaved yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so then she gets on this tirade about how um, you know, her passing for uh, a biological female is is what's necessary for her to be able to survive because of all the violence against trans people while she's wearing a shirt that says, I'm a trans person. You know, like, if you're trying to make a case that that you're trying to quote-unquote pass using your words, not mine, uh, as a female, uh, 
you probably shouldn't be broadcasting on your shirt that you're a trans person then, you know? Um, and so, of course, she complained to Sonic's headquarters, and they're saying that they're going to look into it. So this manager is probably going to lose his job and his livelihood. And, yeah, you know, he's, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, it, the video wasn't bad at all. I, but, I, yeah, I with all with the worker shortage in fast food, I can't imagine they're firing this guy. I will lay down good money that he gets fired. Yeah. Um, so I just want you guys to let you guys know that I identify as a skinny person. So from this this point forward, you will treat me as such. Yes, or else. Yeah. You know, in defense, in defense of her, what's her what's her name now? Eden. 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 Well, her biological name of Frank. You know, that could be a higher girl, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't really know what her name is, but Frank yeah. came to mind. So. Frankie. She <laughs> yeah. wanted a tougher name, like Alice. I'm going to say it's probably like Evan. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. But, I mean, like, what are we supposed to do now? Like, you know, this person comes through the drive-thru. They, prob- they probably initially said ma'am. They looked at the credit card and was like, oh, shoot, this is a guy, um, you know, because it's, it's Frank, right? Um, yeah. so they swipe the card and go, oh, thank you, sir. Trying to be polite, you know. I mean, there, it was a, it, it's a Kobayashi Maru. There's a no-win situation, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, and then on the receipt, I'm pretty sure it put the guy's name on it. Yeah. So, I mean, when they bring it out, they're probably just be like, yeah, this, you know, it's on the receipt, you know, because because once you scan the card, it just puts it on there so that you don't have to ask. Uh, It's just. I mean, this person is is. uh, You know, she's all worried about being called the right name and saying that this is so offensive for we have other things to worry about, you know. If somebody calls me ma'am because they think my voice is a little high on the on the drive-through, I'm not gonna stop, pull over, get out of my car, and scream that it was violence against me. Yeah, I know gonna... you're. I know you're gonna drive off and then park and cry. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna eat my feelings with my two monster burgers now. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to end. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, all right. That brings us to the end of the show. Um, if anybody wants to give any comments or suggestions, you can tweet us at few podcast, or you can send an email to Darren at the That's D A R I N at the Until next week. Have a good one.